0: Welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of the Bavada at Odds podcast. I am Seth Everett. He is the head odds maker at sportsbook.com Patrick Morrow. Patrick, of course, being Canadian, only pretends to be Mr. Thanksgiving, where I have to take every day off and family and then the inundation of Christmas ads and bah humbug to the whole thing. No, just kidding. How are you, Patrick?
1: I'm doing well. I was just going to say, Seth, I'm not going to stand for that slander because, you know, nobody, especially no Canadians celebrate American Thanksgiving more than I do. So, yes, you, you know, I, you know, I, I've done it in three different countries. I've done it with uh cherry. So i oh, sorry, cranberry soda one year, because that's how we started out. We didn't start out, uh, you know, flying with uh, Thanksgiving in the old Morrow household, but we did our best. We maybe, maybe my wife. Cook pastries directly on the rack, which had them melt through and smoke out her old apartment when we first started dating. We've had you know two dozen people over for Thanksgiving. We've had a couple people over for Thanksgiving. We've had COVID Thanksgivings. We've had UK Thanksgiving, where I think I got tricked paying 30 pounds for a pumpkin pie. Don't care. Love it. A big Favorite holiday of it, the man. year. Big sports time of the year. It's rivalry week in football. College football playoffs are about to sort it out soon. Uh, we've got Heisman winners that are gonna you know figure that out this week. Uh, NHLs playing international games. We've got Black Friday, Seth. It's it's the best. It's, it's a, the it's best a fun time, time
0: of year. A year. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun time of year. Let's start with college football. the The interesting thing about college football is I've always said that national college football is not the thing, quote unquote, air quotes. The issue well, for college football. Is rivalries and your college rivalry game. And for, I would say, about 30% of the country, this weekend is the biggest event for a majority of the fans. Forget what the team and the media says. The fans care about Florida, Florida State, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, Georgia, Georgia Tech. The, the, there's so much of this and it's the biggest game of the year. And if you call a, a season, a successful season, it's not, where did you finish in the college football playoff standings? We, we That's a media thing. Yeah. It's obviously important to the four or five schools that are in the running for that, but that's not the biggest story of the week. The story of this week is Michigan, Ohio state, And Michigan-Ohio State is played on the Thanksgiving week always. And it is the biggest event for both those schools. Forget the country. This is those schools. If you go to Ohio State, you know about playing Michigan. If you go to Michigan, you know about Ohio State. It's the biggest thing. And I've often said college football should just, this is the week. If you're going to watch one week of a sport, this week in college football is the week because anytime you turn on any channel of any game, whether it's Friday or Saturday, you are seeing the biggest event for that university, and it's fascinating. It, it's fascinating, but it's only one week. None of the other stuff matters. It's one week.
1: Oh, I I was right there with you until the end when you just said none of the other stuff matters. I mean, I, that I, Alabama lost to Texas earlier in the year. That matters because if they lose one more game, they're out of the playoffs. There's
0: no no again. You know, it's college football playoff. Yes, the, for the for the elite, they okay. care. Okay, all right, all but
1: right, all right. For,
0: for my point, the essence of college football is this week. It's rivalry week. This is the week that everyone cares about. And when I say it, it is, this is why I always said when Sirius XM started and they were doing all these sports channels, you know, their baseball channel, their basketball channel, the football channel, the college sports channel. And I said mm. a national college sports channel cannot capture because right now in, Ohio, in Columbus, Ohio, they only care about beating Michigan. So in Seattle, Washington, they don't care about Michigan, Ohio State. What they care about is winning the Apple Cup win the apple cup then when you have this rivalry's end then you see where all the dust settles sure washington has their best chance to get into the top four right they have to blow out the cougars get into the top four because michigan and ohio state and hope that one of them wins handily that's if you're washington correct
1: Uh, If you're Washington, I think you're in really good shape here. Uh, They're they're massive favorites this week against Washington State. And the thinking is whoever loses that Michigan-Ohio State game is going to knock out the other. um, Is going to be, sorry, knocked out of the college football playoff, regardless of whether it's a close game or a blowout. I think that's just how it's likely to play out this year, unless it's very, very close, unless you have some version of uh you know Washington blowing it down the stretch but you're probably looking at Georgia in no matter what uh the winner of Michigan Ohio State assuming they don't stumble against Iowa I think Washington's a you know they're their favorite right now in our odds to actually make the college football playoff and uh, rounding out the rest of the list um it's tough it's tough it's it's going to be really tight but uh yeah I I think uh Washington if you're Washington you you really like your odds right now you really like your odds you just got to win you got to win against a team that you're very very likely to beat and then yeah i guess uh your florida state on the outside potentially as well but uh yeah i i think you know the best thing about rivalry week is that it's worked out that with all the other conference realignment and new teams joining new conferences they have not for the most part disturbed this week uh, you know rutgers comes to the big 10 and <laughs> scheduling rutgers at the end of the year against ohio state michigan these conferences are smart enough to keep their best games, to keep their historic rivalries. Uh, and these usually involve teams that are very, very good. Michigan and Ohio State are in the conversation most years, especially the last five years. Uh, Alabama, Auburn back in the day, uh, you know, would uh, be heavyweights going back and forth at each other like that. Auburn even had some fun the last few years, uh, playing a little bit of spoiler in the Iron Bowl against Alabama in years where Auburn wasn't that strong. So I, I think... That's, that's a good deal of fun with these rivalry games is that sometimes even if one of the two teams isn't great, like Washington state, for example, uh, in the apple cup, uh, they would love nothing more to play spoiler. They would love nothing more than to end the Washington Huskies quest for a college football playoff bid. So I think there's so much motivation in here. The fan bases are pumped up. The uh, alumni are pumped up. The boosters are pumped up. Uh, there's so many different ways to attack and enjoy this weekend as a fan, as a better and a, uh, yeah, it's the best. There's no nothing else I can say about it.
0: Right. This is the one week. Okay, would you agree with this? This is the one week where the NFL takes a backseat.
1: No. After Thursday. It never takes a backseat. <laughs> NFL never takes a backseat. They right. should. It's the, it's the closest thing. It's the closest thing. This is why we did uh, probably no marketing at all for the Grey Cup last week. Because the Grey Cup, unfortunately, they played on a Sunday. It went head-to-head yeah, head with the rare. NFL. Yeah, they do it every year. They should They should go head-to-head against college on Saturday that have a better chance in Canada of uh, doing something uh, with the Grey Cup if it was Saturday. Going against the NFL gets crushed, whether you're CFL, whether you're NBA, whether you're college football rivalry week. It's, uh, but it should. like If there was a week that should overcome the NFL, but the NFL just simply cannot be stopped.
0: All right. One other topic before we get into this week's games, because we want to preview Thanksgiving, which is the NFL's day, then Friday and Saturday, which is college football's day, and then Sunday will be the NFL's day again. Uh, so it's a lot of football. This is this is just a football-centric time. Uh, I can rip the NBA next week. Um, <laughs> joke, 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 just joking. Um, here's the other uh, argument, and I heard this argument from – a former player, I was listening to a podcast and I heard it and I wanted to get your thought on it. Um, Last week, we had a great matchup between the Bengals and the Ravens and Joe Burrow got hurt. And it's not just about Joe Burrow. Thursday night football sucks. Even when you have good matchups, it's just the teams aren't ready. The players aren't at their best you are susceptible to injury not just quarterbacks but stars are susceptible to injury thursday night football sucks and is there a way and this is what the the subject that i was listening to was is that the thursday night game should always be between teams that are coming off their bye that's impossible to schedule so it's it's not it's not going to happen but Thursday night football just in general sucks. And if you think about the history of Thursday games on Thanksgiving, which was the origin of this, remember, there was always the two games on Thanksgiving. Then they added the Thursday, the third game, you know, through the decades. And then they said, wait a minute, Thursday football. Why don't we play Thursday football all the time? And they did it. And the players, which have no union to speak of, just said "Sure." And it's a huge revenue stream for them. It's the NFL's foray into streaming and tech with the Amazon deal. And I get all of that. But Thursday night football sucks.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think um I think what's tough as well is uh you know, you mentioned um it's also dangerous for these guys to be playing with such a quick turnaround. Uh some of these guys who are playing, you know, late Sunday afternoon, maybe Sunday night, and have those Thursday night games that's just it's no time to recover it's no time to mentally prepare and unwind from the game you just played and then actually you know be built up and ready to game plan for next so you get a combination of the the quality of the games are bad but they're also probably pretty dangerous for the players that are playing in them with a little less prep time uh you know if you especially if you're one of the two teams that has to travel uh in such a short period of time it's tough uh it's it's we can really count i think when a game is good, just as the exception to how many poor Thursday night games we've been treated to. Right. Uh, but that said, it doesn't look like they're ever going to go backwards with this, with the NFL. They're only ever looking to add more games. Maybe they'll try and ax more preseason games in the future. But I I, I think that actually harmed the quality of games this year as well, where with a shorter preseason, shorter practice time, shorter training camps, uh, you know, the NFL didn't, you know, some of these teams didn't start looking as good as they could be until week three or four this year. So I don't know. I I get it. It makes money. It's good for the sports book as well. I shouldn't be complaining about this because the best thing they could do for us is have a game isolated in its own three and a half, four hour time slot every single day. And uh, we'd be laughing. It would be brutal for the players. It would be a scheduling nightmare, but we would love the way all those games would be spaced out from a betting point of view. But as a realistic fan of the game, yeah, it's these Thursday games are tough. We know the players hate them. As you said, they've basically got no representation to, uh, Fight this battle and do anything meaningful with it, but yeah, we will just have to continue to tough it out. But now, geez, uh, after all that, seems like kind of a bummer to preview these Thursday NFL games set. I don't know, maybe maybe we should say. I I understand
0: what what I the point was last week on this podcast. We talked about the Thursday game and we said, "Wow, that's a cool matchup. Cincinnati's playing better." Uh, You have Lamar Jackson against Joe Burrow. Quarterback matchup's great. This is interesting. This is great. This is cool. This is cool. And what was the talk after that game? Immediately after that game on social media and on traditional media, it was, oh, my God, another quarterback injury.
1: And, and then Mike Florio, Florio kind of lost Esiason, his mind a little I'm, bit. Uh, I'm, I'm, no,
0: I, I'll attribute it. It was Boomer Esiason. I was listening to him talk about it, and he just said Thursday night football sucks. It's not going anywhere. This is not a situation where the complaint is going to be we have an alternative because mm-hmm. the alternative's not happening. They're not going to just have an extra Sunday game. That, that's not happening. Thursday night football is not going anywhere. It's just it sucks.
1: Yeah, the more games they continue to add to the season as well, it just it dilutes the the meaningfulness of all these games. I mean, we were just talking about college football a moment ago, and even for you with this 12-game regular season, you're just like, you know, basically, who cares unless it's rather week. No, I know you weren't going that hard, just teasing. But uh, you know, the more NFL games you have, like, yeah, like you're you're looking at teams like the Buffalo Bills that have five losses, and they're still probably an okay chance to make it to the playoffs. And if they make it to the playoffs, you know, they're just as good as anybody. And I mean If you're not really being punished for five losses, being five and five that much in a league that, uh, you know, they've also expanded the playoffs now as well. So you have more games, expanded playoffs, and you're trending. And, And listen, it's the same as baseball. You get more playoff games, it's more revenue. Everything is more revenue, but it dilutes the quality of the play on the field, but also the meaningfulness of the games that are being played when there are just so many more opportunities for everybody to win, regardless of their performance, which more and more, doesn't matter as much in the regular season. And we're going to see that with the college football playoff as well with that expansion. You know, I I know the voting system and the whole college football playoff committee and getting to four teams like that, like, it was a mess when it was two teams back when it was the BCS. It's still not great now for when 12 teams or however many are going to make it to the college football playoff, then rivalry week might be the only thing we're interested in the entire college football season because the rest of the games might not matter that much.
0: That's right. And the the argument you know like i said the nfl has is is wonderful but you know there was a time if you want to pretend we're old men uh there was a time when they had all oh, this experiment this uh, play a football game on a monday night short week oh my goodness that worked no, that's like The you bus- pass that's a, that, that's that's right and i it's just there, there's an impressiveness to it but now the thursday night game just It's either a crappy matchup or it's a good matchup and it's not a good game.
1: That's the issue. Yeah, and the the league also, yeah, they they perpetuated it themselves by uh, essentially starting off with Thursday night games being like, okay, every team has to get a nationally televised game, so the the ones that aren't good enough for Sunday night or Monday night football, we're going to plonk them down on Thursday night. So, you know, the league also didn't do its own, uh, you know, best acting by – promoting Thursday night football by dumping the worst games there. You know, that was generally speaking, a lot of, you know, Jacksonville games back in the day, Tennessee bills before, uh, you know, Allen and Diggs were doing so well there. Uh, that's where you dump the teams that oh, we have to give a nationally televised game, but yeah, it's Thursday night. It was NFL network. Now it's Amazon prime. Uh, they're still not getting uh, the big names, but who knows maybe with Amazon prime uh, throwing a, a good deal of money, the NFL's way, they'll get some better games. And hopefully uh, with sports science and uh, better off uh, field, uh, rest and relaxation after games. uh, Maybe players will actually be capable of playing at high levels on Thursday, but that's not happening this year. Probably not happening next year.
0: All right. As is the tradition here, we talk about the three Thanksgiving games. We'll throw in a fourth because there's a game on black Friday. The lions, the Cowboys are traditionally at home. So this week, the Detroit lions host the green Bay Packers, the Dallas Cowboys host the Washington commanders. And then this Thursday night Thanksgiving game the 49ers visit the Seahawks, and then on Friday, I'll be there, the New York Jets host the Miami Dolphins. There's four big football games, and we're not even talking about Sunday.
1: Seth, that's right. It's uh, Thanksgiving with a little Black Friday wrinkle this year, as we have uh, four NFL games to take in the Thursday and Friday. And to start it off, as is tradition, the Lions will be hosting the early matchup. And you know what? It's, it's usually a Thanksgiving tradition each year to be able to fade the Detroit Lions, but I wouldn't be so quick to do that this year as, uh, you know, they just came off a, a massive comeback win against the Bears where I would not be buying so high on them otherwise, but they had five turnovers in that game and still won outright. This Dan Campbell team is looking impressive, and they are currently seven-and-a-half-point favorites. The Cowboys are also uh, big favorites in this one. They're hosting the Washington Commanders in the 4:30 game. They're 11-point favorites in that one over-under sitting 48-and-a-half. The 49ers looking really, really good, bouncing back from injuries. The Seahawks struggling of late. Geno Smith uh, coming off an injury. Tried to rally late on Sunday, but no luck against the Rams. 49ers are six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. And looking at our Black Friday game, if you're a Miami Dolphins better, you've got to be thankful that you're playing the Jets because you are 10-point favorites in this one. The Jets will be starting Tim Boyle under center as Zach Wilson will be rotting the bench and uh, you better believe that we've got all the prop bets, in-game betting, and more at
0: Pavana This week is rivalry week in college football, and the biggest one on the national scene is number two, Ohio State, against number three, Michigan. Both teams right now in the college football playoff, but that might not be for long.
1: Yes, Seth, with uh, respect to Iowa, this is the Big Ten's play-in game for the college football playoff, and You know, Ohio State, Michigan, you can say so much about this rivalry rivalry over the years. So many games of impact. This isn't the first time where this game has been so meaningful to who will be representing the Big Ten in the College Bowl playoff and perhaps the national championship game. And uh, looking at the odds, it could not be any tighter. Michigan is currently a three-point favorite in this one You know, Ohio State, they've uh, looked much better offensively the second half of the year. They took some time, though, to really get to a place where that offense was clicking. This Michigan defense has been just lights out. They've got a Heisman winning nominee, uh, a QB right now, and uh, everything is pointed at Michigan so far. Looking at where the action's at, we are seeing 55% of all bets on Ohio State on the money line of plus 140 and at plus three. The over-under sitting 45 and a half with a little bit more love on the under right here at Pavada.
0: Now, that's just one of these games all across the country. Schools are playing the biggest game of their season. Oregon State, Oregon, Washington, Washington State, Florida State, Florida, Georgia Tech, Georgia. The list goes on and on.
1: Yeah, very much so, Seth. Uh, I've I tried to actually write down all the different rivalry game names this week. We have the Iron Bowl, the Governor's Cup, the Apple Cup, the Commonwealth Cup, the Keystone Classic, the Egg Bowl, the Basket Game. You know, not only do we have teams in these rivalry games uh, hoping to potentially uh, walk into the college football playoff, if you're a Washington, if you're an Ohio State or Michigan, but you have teams that love to play spoiler in this spot I've got to say this is a very popular week for players to uh, take the underdog money lines, to tease down those massive handicaps like in the Washington-Washington State game. And uh, there are so many opportunities to bet the motivational angle this week. And you better believe that because it's rivalry week, every single game will have more props, more in-game betting, and uh, more betting options than we've had for the entire college football season. And you can only bet all of those props at the bottom.
0: It's a good time. It's a it's a really fun time. Then college football kind of takes a back seat. The NFL goes into its big playoff push. Um, no, you know, no, no NFL teams will have a bye after this. Um, nobody has a bye this week. Um, it's just a it's a big time, and then we can start to introduce other sports. Then we'll bring back hockey. We'll bring back basketball. We'll bring back college basketball. We'll focus on them. But for now, this is American football. Just American football. And it's on both levels, college and pro. Massive, massive week.
1: Massive, massive week. And if you're uh, getting into the turkey this week, folks, please remember to wait at least 30 minutes before you begin podcasting afterwards.